0: Oh, I love that song. Joy Ann Parker uh, is my uh, interview guest today. We started off from a brand new album of hers called Roots with Ain't Got Time to Cry. After that, it was from their previous album called Out of the Dark from the title track, which, uh, wow, what a stunning uh, cut that is. I mean, I was just pretty blown away by the vocals and just what she was talking about and then we ended with well it didn't end with roots roots is the title track from roots and uh ended with stay-at-home mama because well we got a little not quite connected but here we are joanna jo- Joanne, are you with me i am here yay and you sound great um are you uh, up in wisconsin or up in minnesota
1: I am in Wisconsin, in my in my home. Yep,
0: it's, we're pretty close to Minnesota, though it's literally just across the river. So. <laughs> Indeed, it is, um, and I'm so excited to talk to you. You're a singer, songwriter, pianist, guitarist, uh, and you just released this brand new album, which I absolutely love. I love, I love the cover even. I absolutely adore it. Um, it's called Roots. I released it in September, and it uh, right now it's number 10 on the Billboard Blues Charts, which is fantastic. Um. And and another great thing I just saw that you're up for consideration for a Grammy for Americana album of, of the year.
1: Yeah, yeah, my first round. So hopefully it moves on. That would be wonderful.
0: <laughs> well, that would be such a great uh, boost in your career because this is uh, this is your third album. Um, you put uh, you started back in what 2018 with uh, your first album, and. Um, Uh, what was that called again your first album hard to love is the first one yeah that's right and then you did right at the beginning the pandemic you did out of the dark um and you you released it and there was a reason for that wasn't there uh well it just kind of
1: worked out um we just were supposed to release it in june i think and then couldn't be in the studio together, and everything got pushed back, and mm. ended up coming out in February. So it, it, you know, it was it was fine. The timing, just you just do what you can in situations like that, and uh, it it was a uh, was actually pretty good timing with the subject matter of the record. So it worked. It worked out
0: well. Exactly right, and you know the reason I I was reading a lot of reviews and stuff and about you and. I read about the lyrics of "Out of the Dark," and it's uh, kind of a true story for you that you're, you really do struggle with panic attacks and anxiety, and and you wrote about it, which really, I'm um, a lot of people have to relate to that.
1: Definitely, and then just between that and coming out of the pandemic, it was kind of a double double meaning at that time. So it was it was good.
0: Well, and indeed it was. And, um, well, unfortunately, I guess, during that time, you really couldn't tour with the album. Um, he did some online uh, uh, shows, though.
1: So. Yes, yeah, we did. We managed to figure that out. Uh, we were kind of late to the game. By that time, everybody had bought up all the equipment uh, <laughs> on right. Amazon. Uh, so we just did what we could and, and just tr- basically with the goal of just trying to stay connected to people. And a lot of people found it very comforting to have those weekly concerts that we did. And I still get a lot of comments about that. You know, oh, you really helped us Mm. get through the pandemic. And um, cause we did it. And then we did a gospel show on Sundays, every Sunday afternoon. And so it was, it was good. We had a lot of positive feedback from that and it seems to kind of be still something people remember. So it was good for connecting.
0: Well, yeah, and people really needed it at that time and and my understanding is you a little later on that you would go and play in outdoor venues and people would be in their cars and you yeah, play, you'd be uh yep. performing and then they'd be honking their horns when, when in appreciation.
1: Yes, it was kind of a drive-in concert. Yep. <laughs>
0: That is so great. You really did make the best of uh, the worst times. And um, actually, it might have worked out for you. Did you end up writing a lot of new songs? As you're a pretty prolific uh, songwriter.
1: Yeah, you know, I have a, a saying I heard a, a, a while ago now. It's um, said that some writers write from the wound and some write from the scar. Mm-hmm. And I find that I'm a, I'm a scar writer. I don't really write when I'm in the midst of... Whatever it is, hmm. but I actually didn't do very much writing during that time. I was just basically trying to survive with my kids at home and <laughs> right. and you know just getting through getting through all of that. So I did. I kind of picked up writing again after after we got kind of back into normalcy a little bit, and I was able to
0: process some of that stuff a little better. Well, the songs just come to you, and you you have notebooks and you just write them down.
1: Yeah, I, I don't really set aside too much time to just specifically write. I'm, I'm not a Jackson Brown. I think Jackson Brown is one of those writers where he mm. says that he just goes and sits at his desk and, you know, writes. And, you know, I'm not a Nashville type writer, you know, where I go, okay, we're going to write songs now. <laughs> I don't really do that. I I kind of just write them as they come to me. Ah. And uh, just different, different things, you know, something will trip my trigger and I'll just make a note and... And try and remember little things I see or hear, and and then later on they kind of click into my brain, and
0: we read, I read a song. Yeah, and they've, they've got to have a meaning for you. I mean, you really write uh, the truth and honest uh, lyrics, and uh, that possibly pertain to your life and uh, more universal uh, topics. I mean, you really yeah, wouldn't sing anything sure. like unless it really uh, you know resonated with you.
1: For sure yeah no, I and even cover tunes i they have to mean something for me to sing them i don't I just really want to be able to connect with it with it and convey that to you know to move people because if i'm if it doesn't move me, i'm not going to be able to mm. move anybody else, and so I really want to make sure that i'm I'm feeling it so other people can feel it too.
0: well, I would say listening to the album, I really felt those lyrics, I really felt you in that in fact, the first time I heard it. Um, and I love the cover, and we're, I'm just going to talk about the cover real quick. You know, it's radio; you can't really see the cover, but it's got you on the cover. You're you're in the middle, up obviously, in northern Wisconsin, up in the snow in the in the forest. Maybe you're in your backyard. I don't know. It is my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, and it says okay. Roots, uh, Joanne Parker, and uh, you're kind of looking off, maybe looking for Bigfoot over in the other side of the <laughs> woods there. With your guitar, you got a flannel shirt on, uh, and and blue jeans, and um, I would say r- right away I said this woman's from Wisconsin, and then <laughs> and then at the end I heard Scotty girl, it's like, <laughs> and then you <laughs> won me over, because I'm from Madison. Um, oh great, <laughs> you know, um, so it made me so heartsick for being back <laughs> back in Wisconsin. <laughs> Um, and my dad lived over by Black River Falls after he retired, okay. so I would go up, up there quite a bit. And I know... Beautiful there. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's lovely. My brother lives up in Reedsburg. He's a band director, which I understand okay. you kind of wanted to be a band director. You went to school at lacrosse at the University of Wisconsin.
1: I did, yeah. I, went, I was a band director. Well, I taught band for about one year of my teaching career. I got stuck doing elementary music. Um, because that's just what was available when I got mm-hmm. out of college, and so I did that for a couple of years. Taught band for for one year, and then I had babies and uh, stayed home, and I, I did church music for a while because I could take the kids with mm-hmm. me to that job, so they never they never had to go to daycare. I was always working a job where they could come along, and so mm. I
0: I didn't do a ton of teaching. But was it was it hard for you to be raising kids? Uh, I mean, they're probably. I'm sure. not sure if they're grown now, but uh, I actually have a question. I was watched the video for uh, Roots. Is that your daughter mm-hmm. that's in the video starting that's out? That's my 16-year-old daughter, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's so great. Uh, it's a great video. It's I've got it on my Facebook page. It's the video for Roots. It just came out not too long ago. Um, and she's playing guitar in your great band behind her. We're going to talk a little about your band that backs you, which you've been, at, you know, with this band for quite a while. Um, uh, so, have you, have your kids been real supportive of you and your music, and been a, you've been able to go out and gig because you've been pretty productive here in the last few years? Yeah, well, it's one of the benefits of homeschooling
1: is that we get to make our schedules and and. Um Work around things, mm. and so they they're they're really both very intelligent kids, and Mom, I, I don't have to honestly help them too much. I can I can say, well, Mom's going to be gone. Here's your work for the next couple of days. Get it done, <laughs> <laughs> and they do. And so uh so that's that's nice. That's really another really nice part about homeschooling. To for especially for somebody you know like me who's on the road a lot. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we do we're not doing extensive you know, international touring or anything like that right now. I, you know, when the kids are still in school, but, uh, but yeah, we, we you know, summers are busy for us. We're gone a lot. Uh, I know that my daughter's working, she's working a lot. So mm.
0: everybody's just kind of doing their thing. <laughs> Indeed, well that's that sounds great And the other thing I loved about the video Is that the Elmo's roots Apparently you've gone back to your roots Because it looks like a shot in your hometown of Mellon, Wisconsin Which apparently is about 700 people Way up north uh, By Ashland yes. um, I mean, what a beautiful place to grow up I mean, you've got a national forest You've got a big old bad river um, you've, you've got it all up there And you got a lot of snow, too Mm-hmm, lots of snow <laughs> <laughs> Right well, it must feel, uh, do you feel kind of nostalgic that you've kind of gone back to your roots uh, with this album, that you have really, um, you know, rediscovering being back where you're from and kind of embracing the Americana mode more than, I mean, you are a blues singer. I mean, you have written up in uh, Living Blues and... Downbeat, and all these people say what an incredible vocalist and how oh, heart and soul you put in your in your lyrics. But you're you're also, I mean, you're you're more than a blues singer.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think there's that quote that I like. It's I'm not even sure who attribute it to, but the blues is the roots, and the rest is the fruit. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, everything is derived from that. Everything mm. that I love really is derived from that. But um, I just write I write a song, and so whatever goes, whatever I need to do for that particular song is what I do. Mm. And so I don't write in a genre, right. so, but it just happens that when it comes out, it has American roots because that's what I love. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that's just the thing about me is that I'm writing songs and they all are individual, you know, they, they have their own character and, um, that's just important to me to make sure that I'm honest to and, and doing what the song calls for, and that is and that is Americana, which I you mm-hmm. know it, Americana envelops so many things nowadays, right? You can be Mavis Staples or Chris Stapleton the mm-hmm. Americana, or you can be straight up you know Newgrass, you know bluegrass. Mm-hmm. It, it's just there's just so many. So many things that are enveloped in Americana, which is why I love that you can you can be well, and even old time country music I think is Americana now because country is not the country it used to be, mm-hmm. and so if you if you're uh, you know Sturgill Simpson
0: now you're Americana. <laughs>
1: <And> so, <laughs> right. You know, it's interesting uh-huh. out there right now as far as genres go.
0: Well, it's perfect for uh, artists like you who uh, does honest for the song and it, whatever it takes to you know make it live and, you know, be uh, mm-hmm. something that you want to sing. You know, you have an interesting story. I mean, you didn't start uh, being a professional musician until pretty late in life. Well, I wouldn't say late 30s is that late in life, but uh, you, you didn't... What, what happened in 2014 that kind of got you off in, in this direction that you're now in? Yeah, well, th-
1: the into the blues yeah i mean yeah i've been singing since i was two i've always been a musician but i think it just never worked to be in a band um just no i don't know why but uh totally random occurrence i was singing at a karaoke contest but it was a live band karaoke kind of thing and it was one of these things where that bar keeps it going for weeks and weeks because people, mm-hmm. you know, you have to have your friends come and <laughs> clap for you. Uh-huh. And so that works out for them because they get crowds in there every <laughs> right. so often to do right. that. So I won that contest. And then I had a guy just ask me, that you know, I was interested in being in a band that his friend was putting together. And, uh, it was blues based and funk and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when, my current guitar player mark Lemoyne uh joined that band he ran a blues jam and started going to that blues jam weekly and picked up the guitar and mm. decided that i i loved it and wanted to do some exploration into that and started writing and that's
0: kind of that's just kind of the, the story that's where it started and just kept going Indeed, now you're th- three albums into it, uh, and you've still got Mark uh, Lamore as your guitarist, and he's also a songwriter, right?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, we collaborate sometimes. He writes uh, his own stuff as well, but um, yeah, we kind of bounce off each other when we need things. (laughs) I can't finish a line, Uh or, you know, need some help.
0: (laughs) Well, that's so great to be able to have somebody, because it's kind of like a relationship. It's kind of like, you know, being married to them, you'd be able to collaborate with somebody, and you can just kind of intuit yep. what what need, it's needed uh right It's a kind of a rare and special thing, and you apparently you've found that with Mark. who else is in your band? It's a really tight band, and I love the video that shows them. mhm thank you
1: yeah, um, so Chris Bates is our bass player, he's the newest guy he's been with us about a year and a half prolific uh, Mm. bass player in the Twin Cities area, just been involved in tons of of jazz projects over the years. And um, so this is kind of a different foray for him and he's loving it and we love having him. He was kind of the the real missing link for the band. I think he really, you know, when you find that person that Mm. everybody goes, Oh yeah, that's the guy. And Mm -hmm. you can really bond and gel around that. So, um, and then the other guys have been with me for a while uh, Bill Golden on drums and uh, Bill's been in the band for five years and uh, Chris or excuse me uh, Tim Wick on keys has been me for about gosh I want to say seven years wow and um, and then Scotty Graves was always the guy I called when Tim couldn't be at a gig and then we decided to have him join the band permanently so he plays all the instruments none of us can get to (laughs) trombone trumpet Wow! Um, guitar, saxophone, whatever.
0: again? Whatever the song needs, <laughs> Scott picks up a different instrument. That's so great to have somebody so versatile, to be able to do that in your band. And is this the band when you go out and, and play your gigs uh, that backs you usually? Yep, yep.
1: And we do a couple different things. We have a Patsy Klein tribute we do as well. Same same band. They're they're really really versatile. they they can they can do anything, which is wonderful. So I, we, we love working together, and just when you have, I'm a big proponent of having people, good people, instead of just great musicians. I mm. want them to be good people, and that, so that makes a, a big difference to have the same people around you all the time that you that you love playing with.
0: Uh, absolutely, uh, and it was uh, uh, engineered by Kevin Bowe, and he engineered some of your other albums, too. hmm yep, yeah, Kevin and I worked together on Out of the Dark as well oh that's a great album that also got rave reviews from a a lot of different uh places including living blues um you know i think you're certainly on the verge of really breaking out in a big big way i mean the your vocals um incredible emotional um you're right up there with all the best vocalists that I've, i've been listening to for a long time um I, I, I just think right now you're fairly regional I mean uh, though this album I think is a real breakthrough breakout album for you uh, your Roots album by the way I'm talking to Joanne Parker uh, brand new album Roots just uh, released in September um, you know you, you really believe in singing about real emotions and st- songs you relate to and you have been performing for a while a Patsy Cline tribute show why Patsy Cline?
1: Um, just thought I'd do it on a whim one time six year almost six years ago and Mm. uh, it took off (laughs) and sold out and then sold out again and sold out again and so we did it a few times and then decided wow, we actually, this is great and uh, I really connected I I make it a history lesson too it's not just the music, I, Mm I tell stories in between and when I started researching her I realized that I had a lot more in common with her than I knew, and Mm -hmm. so I was able to connect to her uh, on that basis, and that made me, I think, appreciate the music even more, Mm. and uh, so I'm able to convey, again, what we talked about earlier about connecting to the music and making people feel something, and that's really important when you're singing Patsy Klein because that's what she was known for. I mean, you read about her, and people always said she made you feel like she Mm. was singing to you. And, you know, everybody in the room felt she was singing to them because she was just able to connect on that level. And so I found a lot of commonality with her in that way. And I think that's what people feel. That's why they keep coming and coming and coming. I mean, I have people who've been to the show ten times. I mean, they just they just keep coming back because they love it so they don't get sick of it. Wow. But you'd go see Patsy ten times if she was alive, right? You'd, you'd keep <laughs> going. So there's something about what we do that makes people feel that same Thing and they feel like they're they're getting to enjoy her in a way where well, I'm not I'm not imitating her. Mm-hmm. But it's the it's that essence I think that they feel and
0: they, they love. I I could definitely see you uh, f- most f- physically see you on stage, uh, just taking on her her spirit and then her your vocals and the, your emotional resonance that you have with your vocals. I can I can hear you singing Walking After Midnight or Crazy or um, um, any of her great uh, classic songs. I mean, are, are you ever planning on releasing an album of her songs?
1: We have a live recording. Um, we haven't done a studio recording, but we have a, we just have a live recording Ooh. of the show that we sell at our shows. Um, but we haven't haven't released it out oh, wow. nationally or anything like that. We just kind of threw one together because People were asking for it. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> so we just made it made a quick one, um, but we you know we haven't haven't um, haven't really thought about doing a a CD or, or anything like that, a
0: recording in the studio yet. We haven't really talked, mm. thought about that. We've just been too busy doing other things <laughs> well yeah you're working on your original music um the other thing i want to just uh touch on is that you also uh do a classic ladies of country from 1950 to 1970s uh and mm-hmm. what's that about uh, who who are some of the great mm-hmm. women from them that you uh, uh honor with your uh, performance mm-hmm. well
1: we start with kitty wells because uh, she's really the first Female country superstar, and go all the way to Dolly Parton, mm. anyone in between, you know, Loretta Lynn, touch on Patsy in that show too a little bit. Can't why not? Just there's lots. I think I think there's probably eight eight different artists we do in that show. So we just do one or two songs from from each of the ladies, and oh, I tell wow. some stories in between about quick stories about them, a little background on them, and oh, the song great. background, and kind of the same format as the Patsy show. Uh, but we just kind
0: of kicked that off. So we're just getting that off the ground. So do I have to go up to Minneapolis to hear all this stuff or <laughs> go up to <laughs> up to Mellon, Wisconsin to be able to well, hear you do some we, of this stuff?
1: We've been coming to Omaha. You uh, have. To the Jewel, but the Jewel just closed. And so we have to find a new touring spot in that area. So, uh, oh. yeah, we,
0: we've been coming to Omaha once every, well, once every six months. Oh, gosh. Um, for a
1: few years, but...
0: Well, maybe you can come um, on down to Lincoln. and We got the zoo bar. Yeah, the zoo bar. I would love to play the zoo bar. That would uh, be a great venue for you. And then we can mm-hmm. have you here on the show. That would be super, or if not my show, one of the blues shows are here at KZUM. That would be so great. Um,
1: yeah. Well, I've been looking into it because, I say, we need a new place to be on our way to anywhere out there, Kansas mm-hmm. or anything. we got to have a tour spot, so
0: i I definitely will be contacting the zoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think. I think that'd be super great. Or some. Some place here, uh, since you obviously do come a little south, come, come down here mm-hmm. to uh, um, this part of the world, which would be great. Um, gosh, Joanne, uh, it's been really great talking to you. Now, where can we be found on social media?
1: At Joanne Parker, pretty much anywhere. There's only. There's only a couple Joy Ann Parkers in the world, so if you if you put me in, you'll find me. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, Joy Ann Parker Facebook, Instagram, X. I guess I have to say X now instead of Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm fairly active on on Facebook with with the folks, and mm-hmm. so you can find me there. Or at JoyAnnParker.com, you can go for my store is too. So if anybody's interested in buying, you can buy direct from me, and
0: I'll I'll send it out to you. Uh, great, and you have a great website, and that wonderful video on YouTube. So I, I guess you're definitely out there in that part of the world. Hey, a couple, of th- couple other things. Um, um, who do you listen to? Do you listen to anybody currently? I know you really like the older music. I mean, you're, I mean, you like Aretha and Etta James and Ann Wilson, of course. The Heart. I bet you grew up listening to Heart.
1: Yes, <laughs> that was my era. Uh-huh. Before I knew about all those other ladies, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right?
1: Um, you know, honestly, I I don't listen to a ton of modern music. I still love Bonnie Raitt, but honest, honestly, I still go back to her old stuff. Uh-huh. I really, I really like, I really like the the older stuff. Um, I would say anybody modern. Um, I love Brandi Carlile because I love her writing. Mm. Um, I I kind of love that what she does as far as not caring what the genre is or she just writes great songs and mm-hmm. and uh so I went to see her this summer and it was a oh, wonderful wow. show and just kind of connect to her, to her on uh, on that songwriting level and that energy she's super high energy mm-hmm. and connects with the audience really well and so I really dig her just uh, how she performs and and um writes great songs so that it's about it, yeah. and, and I know everybody's asked me that. I'm kind of embarrassed to say I
0: don't. So I <laughs> well, there, there is. A, you <laughs> did mention uh, uh, Lake Street Dive, uh, Rachel yeah. Price, but they're kind of older sure. sound too.
1: Earlier, the, I love their earlier stuff. They've kind of gone a little pop for me, um, mm. but the early raw stuff that they did, I really love because that that was. I feel like that's when they were kind of sounding a little more retro. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've gotten pretty pretty smoothed out over the years so I, I like the earlier stuff but yeah I mean again great vocalist I love I love women with a tough voice you know mm-hmm. I mean mm-hmm. I think my favorite vocalist of all time is Gladys Knight I just I love Gladys she's not over the top but super tough you believe her mm-hmm.
0: when she sings
1: you know right. you know they all have great qualities I mean Etta is real tough right I mean it's like well you know but <laughs> right. Gladys Gladys has got that style where I'm like oh yeah just Perfect knows knows when not to go over the top, just knows when to pull back. And mm-hmm. So I still listen to a lot of those those ladies uh, and get draw a lot of inspiration from, from them. So oh, absolutely, I, I think some of that's missing in today's modern music. I, I'm always looking for new stuff. So if anybody gets uh, under the radar artists, I, I love them to send them along because there's so many great people like me who are just out there working their tails off and you don't know about them. And, uh, I know there's, I know there's a lot of great music out there that isn't in the mainstream.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, I have this strong feeling that you're going to definitely get better known fairly soon with the, the, those music that you're putting out, especially on this brand new album, Roots. It's just fantastic. Uh, are you working on a new album? Are you writing songs? Yeah, writing songs. I'm
1: kind of throwing around a couple different ideas at the moment. I kinda of wanna do a Americana uh, like more of a mountain music gospel album. Um, kinda of with the instrumentation on Miss Evangeline on um, mm. the record. Um so you're like string band kind of music. hmm I'm kind of toying with that, maybe an EP, maybe something, maybe not a full album, maybe an EP or something like that, because gospel music is so important to me, and I love it. Just important to my formation, and um, so I'd like to do that, and I'm always writing. I've got a new Christmas song. We'll try and work out for Christmas season this year, and um, yeah, we'll start working
0: on new stuff. I I don't put my pen down for long. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Um, and I mean, speaking of gospel, didn't you sing gospel when you're just a child? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I grew up in the church. My mom was the church music
0: person, and
1: that's where I started. I started when I was, I think she to- she tells me I was two and a half or something. Mm. when I sang in church for the first time, and so that was my that was my start. In fact, I have a we do a gospel roots show, which we're doing this afternoon. So I, that's my next oh, job fun. today is to go sing some gospel
0: this afternoon. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Well, I guess I'm going to wind it down, Joanne Parker. It's been fantastic talking to you. I've been really looking forward to this. Uh, right after I heard the album I let Lisa know, like I got to talk to her. <laughs> and uh, and I'm going to end. Usually I ask people, oh, what, "What do you want me to end with?" But today I've got to play my. My favorite song from the album. Um, and it's because, as I mentioned before, when I heard this, it made me heartsick for being back in Wisconsin. And uh, it's called Scotty Girl. Uh, <laughs> what ever prompted you to, to write this fantastic song for all us I have uh, no idea. Wisconsin natives <laughs> who are missing home?
1: I don't know. It just came to me in one sitting. Uh, I was actually on a little spiritual retreat and just sitting around. And this song just popped into my head, and so I thought, well, that must have been from God because He just gave it to me right now. (laughs) So He wanted me to write a song about His favorite state, Wisconsin. (laughs) So it just literally came out in about five minutes. Oh my gosh! Well, yeah, I mean, just I love Wisconsin. I love it. I mean, and it's uh, you know I lived in Minnesota for twenty years and, and came back here, and I just. I, we have a we're proud people on Wisconsin mm. I think.
0: <laughs> I, th- I think so. I've been in Nebraska a long, long time, but I still Wisconsin's my heart and home mm-hmm. and my roots. And uh, mm-hmm. and you really touched on it when you when you did that Scotty girl. And I I didn't <laughs> know that Wisconsin people rather than cheese call called themselves Scanni's. Well, it's another it's another name. It's a i I joke and say it's a non derogatory name because
1: people from other states go you cheesehead they mean it as an insult Uh so um you know here but but there's actually a scotty clothing company there's you know you can
0: get scotty on your shirt if you want to
1: yeah
0: (laughs) i had no idea uh yeah this
1: is another nickname
0: (laughs) oh gosh well um so growing up in uh, northern wisconsin a small town that really did uh, have a big impact on who you are today as a musician and as a person
1: definitely yep
0: and now you're back. You found your roots. Uh, you put out this brand new album called Roots. And uh, Joanne Parker, I'm going to go out with Scotty Girl. And and thank you so okay. much for uh, talking to me today. Um, I hope if you get down to this part, you'll stop by the station, let me know, and uh, we'd love to have you in the studio. It would be so great. Definitely. We will hope to be there maybe in the spring. That sounds great. Keep in touch. And uh, this is Joanne Parker, brand new album Roots, and it's called Scotty Girl. And... Take care, Joanne. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. You bet. Okay, sounds good. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Bye.